This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's Mike Shope. We were having a very serious conversation about mayonnaise here. And the Bulldog. And don't even talk to me about weed. On WGR Sports Radio 550. It is the beginning of the Bills offseason, a sudden, not, I guess I'll say, shocking loss, but such a good close game right there for the Bills all night. Neither team really gave up very much. You had the one Hardman fumble, which was incredible. That's a great play by Poyer. I mean, what one of so many plays, heady and just perfect timing to force that fumble. Just, just barely, right? Just barely. <laughs> so close. Did you know it right away? Like, you saw the Bills react right away. I saw them react right away, and I wanted to be optimistic about it. The replay, it, took, it took a few times for the replay for me to, like, okay, maybe there's a chance here. Like, I, I, I don't know, man. It was so close. And the call on the field was not fumble, right? So, um, you know what wasn't said during any of that conversation? Clear and obvious. Mm. Only when the games are on NBC. Mm. Does the term clear and obvious seem to apply? Because yeah. never yeah. did the ref... The TV ref, the announce, nobody said clear and obvious. Which, was it? It was close. Yeah, I don't think it was clear and obvious. I think it was probably the right call, but not because it was so obvious that you had to make it. It was murky and confusing, I would say, more than it was clear and obvious. Yes. All right, back to your calls here. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog trying to make the best of things. We have Walter next. Hello, Walter. Hey, gentlemen. How are you doing? Good. Thank you, Walter. Great. I, um... I just want to take a quick peek at the at the big picture. I remember when when McDermott lost to uh, Houston. I mean, Jacksonville was the first playoff, and you know, kind of give him a pass on that one. But you know, against Houston, we we had the lead uh, coming out of the half, and 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 we squandered that. And and I remember you know calling in saying, you know, I, I don't know, like uh, can this guy can this guy like uh, McDermott win, win the big one because he. He seemed like a you know deer with a, a headlight uh, against Houston, and and then you know then we had the we've had the games with KC in 13 seconds and even yesterday, my my son's 20 and and I, and one of the reasons I love the Bills is I'm a season ticket holder as him and I get the bond, and and he's turning to me he's like, you know on the last drive why why are they playing it the way they're playing it like it's 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 almost like football 101. You know, a good team would have just got the the touchdown after running down the clock. And and my son turned to me and he said, "You know what? I I don't know if this guy can can win the big one." 
And, what and what did you want him? Is, what did you want him to do on the last drive? Well, I, I just, I just, uh, this, this, I know, I know we had uh, Sukiel open in the end zone, but I, I think they should have just gone for the shorter chunk plays okay. and get the first down and get closer if you needed to go with the field goal. But I okay. think the touchdown was there for us, and and it just, it just seems that these obvious things to do, uh, McDermott doesn't do, and and. I mean, how, how how many more years do we need to run this back? I mean, he's been our coach two. for seven years. I there, you, there's your answer. There's your answer, Walter. Two. Two. Two, two more years. I, I'm kidding. Go ahead, Walter. I'm just, no, it's it's enough. Uh, two <laughs> seems fine. I think maybe two. That drive, Every, everybody asks that question and never expects an answer. So I'm like, two. Well, that's probably right. Um, that drive was actually all kinds of short gains – that they had really been all about all night. I mean, there's nothing down the field that clicked. It starts, ironically, with the pass to Diggs that he drops. But then after that, it's 7, 4, 8, 4, 6, 10, 6. Like, it's a dream. It's a dream. And so don't ignore that they got to the two-minute warning, bleeding the clock. It was perfect. But then at that point, I agree with the criticism that, you know, it's it's tough because Allen has Shakir. I mean, it's tough. Yeah. I don't know if McDermott has a single thing to do about any of it. Like he he's not calling plays. His if he were to have been involved, in my opinion, it's a guess. In any conversation at the two minute warning, it would have been to do what we're saying because it's more in it's more in concert with how he coaches. Like the shot to the end zone, we just lived thirteen seconds. The Bills threw a touchdown pass with about the same amount of time left, and there were three more scores. <laughs> In that game. Right. Like, wouldn't that be the teaching point where you'd be like, Josh Allen running is automatic. Diggs is open across the middle. You pick. One of the two. Just You get those free yards. I, it's easy to say free yards, but still, maybe Diggs drops it, maybe Allen trips. That's just, right. if you'll allow. That's the, the weird part of their strategy, yeah, just going yeah, against yeah. what they had been about most of the night. I, I'm I'm here for right right from last night through today. Like I I appreciate this this analysis and criticism, um, but I but I, I mean, maybe I'm guilty of wanting all things right because I, I to do it perfectly would have been ideal, uh, but I need a touchdown and I got a guy and like Allen did that really well he doesn't know he's going to get bumped there and that's what causes the incompletion and like i don't know we all would have loved to find out if they've got a four-point lead there assuming they make the extra point which might be a dangerous assumption the extra point is only what six yards shorter than the 44 yard kick bass missed i think right isn't the extra point like 38 yards now 33 33 maybe, maybe 38 33 33 it's somewhere in the 30s the kick from the 15 yeah i don't know i don't know either all right anyway um I'm getting hung up on that. Um, you know, so I, go to the end zone there. You got your guy. Do it. Get the points. All right. Um, sure, we would have all been nervous with Patrick Mahomes getting the ball back. But as as Mike rightly pointed out, um, to enhance this point earlier today, that's a four-point lead, not three. It's different. I mean, yes, there's a lot more time, so that makes it different too. But they got to get in the end zone. And um, sure, my defense is stretched thin, and I haven't been able to stop them. So there's all kinds of reason to be worried about it. So would you rather run the clock down? Of course. But the main thing is I got to get the lead. And boy, that was a golden opportunity to get the lead. Frankly, so was the digs drop. I mean, I just I've gone a lot, a lot. It's, it's ten after six. 
I can't believe he dropped that ball. It's Stephon Diggs. <laughs> like he's that guy. Uh, I I still can't believe he dropped that ball. By the way, uh, just for the sake of it, the similarities between last night and that 13 seconds at the two minute warning are pretty. It's pretty good. Last night the Bills are down three. At the 26, second and nine. And it's, you know, what, skinny post, Shakir, you got to wait, wait. What does the pass to Davis look like that gives the first one? Mm-hmm. It literally is at the two-minute warning. It's the first play after the two-minute warning in both games. Right, they scored like 154, I think. 154. Yeah. This incompletion last night, 155. Yeah. It's the first play out of the two-minute warning. The Bills are down by five. It's fourth and thirteen. At the 27. They're basically on the same spot of the field, needing to score to win. And they do. And they kind of, maybe, did they run the same play? I want to see, I want to go back to that touchdown and see what Diggs is running on that play. <laughs> and yeah, three more, t- three more scores after that um, in regulation. Right. Yeah. If, Digg, if Diggs makes that play on the long one, there, I mean, you're, it's a, I, I said earlier, may, may, maybe the teams trade two more scores each, even with eight minutes to go. That's why I dropped that, it. It might have set the game off on tilt. Uh, if that had happened. That's why he dropped it, because he was he thought maybe there was too much time left. <laughs> right. Here is Mike next. Hello, Mike. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Awesome. Um, so just kind of being the same dead horse here, um, you know, that play to Shakir, I think the biggest thing for me is I agree with needing to get the points, but it just seemed like such an opposition from not even that drive, but just the entire game plan. They seem to be going after time of possession, chunk plays, chunk plays. I couldn't think of another 30-yard pass over the middle that we ran the entire game. Do you guys agree with that opposition, or do you have any opinions on it? Um, that's my that's my question. It, well, other than the long passes that were dropped, two by Sherfield, one by Diggs, um, but oh, you're specifying over the middle, and those were both like closer to the boundary. I look, maybe the hashes for Sherfield on the on the diving one. Um, no, I think that's fair. They, they they sort of broke form there, is what you're saying, and yeah, I think that I think that's fair. Two passes were completed by the Bills that traveled more than eight yards in the air on 45 dropbacks. They ran way more plays than the Chiefs. They did not turn the ball over. There goes that streak. They don't lose when they don't turn the ball over. They rushed and passed for 180 yards or more each. No turnovers, no sacks. Fewer than 30 yards in penalties with 35 minutes of time of possession and five separate 10-play drives. No other team in the Super Bowl era has done all of that in the same game, win or lose, and they still lost. Opto stats, regular season or playoffs. It's not a playoff game Mm -hmm, point. mm -hmm. I mean, if there's a word for all of that, efficient is okay, not like they were like yards per play so efficient like the Chiefs were, but owned the clock. No penalties that mattered. I mean, not no. Fewer than 30 yards in penalty. One pass interference would be more than that. No turnovers. No sacks allowed. Yards on the ground. Yards through the air. Five 10-play drives. First time it's happened in almost 60 years, at least. Win or lose. And you lost. Isn't it always like this? 
It's, it's always just like this. Where the familiarity of the dejected feeling of being involved in a game that football fans all across the country are raving about. What a great game, man. That was incredible. I can't wait till those two cats play again. Man, that's awesome. Except we lost. It's getting, getting kind of old. It is getting old, sports fans. Cortez is next. Hello. Hey, uh, I was born in 1986, man. We we got to change ship. We got We have to get offense. Um, you know, I've been calling for a while, and I've been on McDermott for a while. And uh, I just think that we need an offensive mind. We need an elite, superior offensive mind. However, he did give me a raise of an eyebrow yesterday. I think that delay of game was intentional. You know, they call the timeout. They come out of the timeout. What are they waiting for? Right? I mean, truly, what are they waiting for? And I feel like the only thing they're waiting for is the fact that Kansas City is in a defense that they hate, that they have nothing against in that position. And I feel like they get that, that delay of game on purpose. They get the extra yards that they need. They take out the end of the end zone being an extra defender. And uh, that opens up for the uh, coverage. Um, for us to beat the guy for the I, touchdown. I am kind of lost here. We're, 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 we're talking about the delay of game penalty that preceded the Shakir touchdown, right? Yes. Well, yes. McDermott's running down the sideline to argue with the official. If that was on purpose, it's quite an act. I think it's theatric. I think it's theatric. I think it, it's brilliant. I, I really do. But wow. uh, I still think he needs to go. But he gave me a raise of an eyebrow. I think that was pretty heady. All right. I think that's incredible. I think it's funny that for all the times, criticisms of McDermott or anybody when you lose just can sound so exaggerated that here we're constructing a thing where like that was actually a plan to go from third and eight to third and 13, even though he's sprinting down presumably to get to get a timeout called, which would have been their second and, of course, terrible. Or was that all? I don't know. Maybe yeah. he's right. Maybe I still <laughs> And after all this, I still want him fired. Uh, I'm, I'm, wow. I'm mostly pleased that after all these years of doing this uh, with you and even before we got together, the, I think that's the first uh, Cortez of my life on, on the I, phone line. I so, loved it. Uh, yeah. It took me a long time to figure out where we were in the game. Right. Yeah. He, yeah, he didn't exactly lay it out there. Can you believe that touchdown, no. Shakir? No. No, that was preposterous. The rolling, the, just, it was incredible. The, the catch was as incredible as the throw. I think Shakir, man, he's not. He had two. Yeah, the one at the goal line that got him a first down uh, was also, I mean, just really, really good. Just end high, of the half, high degree of difficulty. That's third and five at the seven, and he catches that like on the ground. What a throw, too. Yeah, first and goal at the two, and Allen, of course, like just plows in easiest money in all sports. <laughs> right, just don't even don't even bother to try stopping him. He said, for the sixth year in a row, as his team loses in the middle of the playoffs. What is the, all right, what is the discourse for the next few months now on Josh Allen and running? What is Brandon Bean going to say tomorrow? Week two is too soon to start running again? Like, is he going to talk like that? Or did the Bills learn a lesson? Did they even learn one last night? Hmm. The way this game ended? Like, how do you ever lose a game when Allen getting out isn't how you lose it? How is it ever cho- how, how is it ever a choice that his running in any sort of situation, designed scramble, 
running over guys, jukes, everything. How how do you this that's like the worst thing about losing this way is you he it's not like he didn't run all night. He ran a lot. Yeah. But it's still not enough, I think. It's still not enough. It's so I mean, easy, not like physically easy, but Yeah. I think we'll hear all the same stuff. Maybe it, it more, I don't know about tomorrow. Uh, in, ca- in case you don't know what Mike's alluding to, McDermott speaks and then Bean speaks tomorrow. I think 11 and noon are the times. Uh, it's, you know, traditional season wrap-up type stuff. Um, but once we get to, like, spring and summer, like, we'll hear, I think we'll hear all the same stuff we heard last year. And and maybe even in practice we'll see the same thing, which is like, take it easy in September and October, and then if we really got to go, we got to go, then we got to go. And that's when we go. Because it, it markedly changed. Quite obviously, I mean, you can see it. I feel like you can't ever not go. Yeah, right. I mean, let's re- let's rest defensive starters against the Steelers in the wild card because there was no chance they were going to score. You would have had Bernard yesterday. You would have had, you know, maybe you would have had ben- Benford, Benford yesterday. Benford, yeah. If everybody sat, then what a move that would be in a wild card game. Imagine McDermott yeah. against Tomlin, like sitting all those guys. <laughs> We're a 10-point favorite. We don't want anybody to get hurt for Kansas City. We know how hard they can be they can be to beat. That's that's Do you have any regrets about the season? I wish I would have sat everybody for the Steeler game. Yeah. In the second half, how about that? In the right. second half. Right. 21 to nothing. I'm got, mostly kidding. That game got close. It got close. I'm mostly kidding. Although Pittsburgh never had the ball. Right, Sale said this. Like it, it was, it was a one score game, but they didn't have the ball down one score. Like they scored to make it a one score game. The Bills drove down and scored, and it was, yeah. that was and that was that. The Bills in their way this year kept it close. Yep, close enough. <sighs> all right. Well, another few months of this coming up. We can all look forward to that. My friends texted me like, "We'll check back in with you in like July." <laughs> Thanks, man. You're some friend. That's a little too late. Some friend. You've got to have a couple drafts in there. <laughs> Hockey, of course. Niagara. Eric Wood joins us. Actually, today was for the final time. Buffalo Bills Football Monday. We'll have that for you next. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog, WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Got clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.